0: strangers viewers and all of the above how you guys doing today it is one of our favorite times of the week not a UFC fight night because those have been a little bit lackluster but we got a pay-per-view but before I cover that juicy main event and co-main event review time of what I've been watching this week I like to cover that just a little bit one of the movies that um i'm kind of interested in is the blue beetle i know it is a dc film i know they've been screwing up you know the the first batman the um suicide squad the second wonder woman i like to think that one just doesn't exist but they have a they have a few good ones uh the first Wonder woman was good the newest batman i had my hopes up and i was not disappointed i don't know about you and the Batman vs Superman was alright, all right, but this week is the Blue Beetle. I was very skeptical. I had those skeptical hippo eyes, but audience reviews have it at currently a 94%. It's either a 94 or a 92. I don't remember, but regardless, that that's just a, a fantastic score of a movie planning on checking that out next friday and let you guys know how it is if you've already seen it let me know uh joining my twitch account where we do stream some video games and let me know about movies that are coming out the ones you want to see or ones that you have seen that really do fly under the radar because we know we like to uh, watch those indie gems those hidden movies that come out that nobody really catches because those are always my favorite. But yeah, Blue Beetle, that's the only one main one out in the States now. I know there's uh, a few of those just corny-ass um, comedy movies that are coming out. Like, what's The Haunted Mansion? And just, that's the only one I can think of off of the top of my head. But yeah, The Blue Beetle, I think that's the only one that I'm really excited for. If there's any more out there, let me know. But... Uh, now, back to the UFC cards. UFC 292, Algemane the Funk Master Sterling taking on Sugar Sean O'Malley. Very interesting for a lot of reasons. If you guys know Sugar Sean O'Malley, he got a lot of his hype by being not only promoted, but really pushed for by one Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg himself, if you guys remember, he was on the Dana White's Contender Series. He was fighting. Um, a guy, he was a rookie guy, and he was at the table with uh, Snoop Dogg and Uriah Faber on the sidelines. Sugar Sean O'Malley got that swift knockout with those hooks and those jabs that people just don't see coming because he fights with his hands down at his waist. And after he got the knockout, Snoop Dogg just yelling his name over and over and over again. I remember that's how I found out about him because if you get pushed by Snoop Dogg, I mean, that's just a heavy push. And obviously, Sugar Sean has the Takashi 619 hairstyle. And, you know, he knows how to really bring in the younger crowd. He's not too big on the mic himself. You can tell he's he's doing it to sell. I don't blame him because he's making all the right moves. And he ended up pushing himself to this main event spot while dodging a lot of those top contenders. Yes, he did fight Peter Yan to a controversial decision. But, you know, he skipped the Cordy Sandman, Satan Hagans, He skipped the Marabs. He skipped the uh, the TJ Dillashaw's at the time and the Henry Cejudo. So it's all right. I'm excited to see it. And you guys should be as well because this is going to be one for the ages. Uh, the Funkmaster looking to sl- uh, solidify his legacy being the greatest bantamweight of all time with this defense because he will pass up Dominic Cruz. I believe the most title defenses at bantamweight was it was a th- total of three defenses. I believe it's three. Uh, yeah, three defenses. So today will be his fourth defense if he's able to get, uh, get this W over Sugar Shine. And he already has his next plans lined up trying to go up to 145 to take on the number one pound-for-pound fighter in Alexander Volkanovsky, one of city kickboxing's finest at their gyms over in Australia. So that will be interesting. That will be very interesting for a lot of reasons. And overall, if you guys are not, do not follow fighting way too well, this is your typical striker versus grappler matchup. Obviously, Aljamain Sterling coming from that wrestling background, very, very heavy on that back when he gets up, when he just grapples a of you, backpacks his opponents, and they usually just can't get up. Sugar Sugarshawn O'Malley fancies himself as strikers, definitely looking to knock him out, and that's essentially the way that this fight's going to go. If Aljamain Sterling can't get Sugar Sugarshawn down on the mat, it's going to be a long night for him and vice versa if Sean O'Malley can't stuff those takedowns I see this one ending fairly quickly probably inside of 3 rounds can this go to decision yes but sugar can't win on the judges scorecards more than likely not happening so I do predict this one to be ending within the first 3 rounds I do have my money on the reigning champion the funk master aljamain sterling I'm going to say decision or finish with inside of three rounds, but don't be surprised if Sugar Sean could get this knockout. He has had a year, a year to really prepare for this matchup. He knew he was getting the title shot. He chose to sit out, which is smart. He's been doing nothing but working on his takedown defense. And, and we are really going to find out today if Sugar Sean is the real dealer or not The UFC obviously wants Sugar Sean to be champion because he brings in those younger eyeballs to the sport. He's really tapping into that younger generation market, and they need that. They know that's where the money is. The UFC don't really want wrestlers as champions because they do just lay on their opponent, and Aljamain Sterling is... the He's the definition of that when it comes to all the champions from 125 pounds all the way up to 265. He's definitely, uh, I was going to say the most grappling heavy, heavy but Islam Akacheta at 155 might be the first, Aljamain Sterling the second, but you know what I mean. Final prediction, Aljamain Sterling, backpack, submission, uh, inside of three rounds. And we have a double conundrum, a double championship with Zhang Wei Li taking on the Limos. Not the most hot, but, uh, not the most hyped fight. You didn't see too much promotion. The UFC's been really hanging on this main event of promoting everything. It could be mainly because Amanda Lamos and Zhang Weili don't speak English. Zhang uh, Weili being from China, Amanda Lamos being from Brazil. So they can't really get that connection with the audience. But don't let that fool you. This fight is going to be one for the ages. Ever since Zhang Weili adapted a, a wrestling background and really started to really go forward and advance her game, she's going to be very, very hard to dethrone, especially considering that Thug Rose has left the division, went up to 125 pounds, which is going to be, whew, we'll get into that, but I don't really think that was a smart uh, move for her. So Zhang Weili, she just might reign Dominance and Supreme over this 125, no, this 115-pound division. That's what I, is it 125, 115? No, this is a 115, 115 straw wigs. Yeah, Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, uh, Zhang Weili, Amanda Lemos, I don't think Amanda Lemos is pretty much ready as well. I do think both of these champions are going to be defending their strap. Amanda Lemos, um, she really showed her wrestling deficiencies when she took on just kondraj when she got submitted standing up in an arm triangle not at this level you just can't do that if you want to be champion and i just don't really see a person who can get finished like that can advance their fighting game in such a small time period so on this one money on Zhang weili i do believe she's going to use a very wrestling heavy approach same as the Master, and I do see a finish coming also inside of the three rounds here, and she's also going to retain her championship and just continue this reign, and the UFC already has another contender in the pipeworks with Yang Shonan, and they're going to do uh, Chinese fighter versus Chinese fighter, more than likely in China, because it's going to make all the money, every single last penny of it, so... That's my final prediction for that one. Notable mentions for this card. We do have Ian Gary taking on Neil Magny. Ian Gary really taking on that Conor McGregor approach. And I do believe he's going to get the TKO inside of two rounds. Chris Weidman making his debut after two years after breaking his leg. And he's going up against Brad Tavares. Very tough matchup for Chris. I do believe he's going to play it safe and get the submission there. And then Marlon Chito Vera taking out Pedro Munoz. That's going to be a banger. Knockout is coming on that fight. And I'm going to stay away from that one because I don't know what's going to happen. Definitely tune in to that one, everyone. And we did have Cody Garbrandt on there, but he did get injured. So rest up, champ. He'll be back. And that is the main ones for this card. Let me know what you guys think. I will be doing a, a watch along party on my Discord and on Twitch as well. We'll be my friends on tonight. We'll be hanging out, chilling. It'll be a couple of us in there, about a dozen or so. So make sure you guys uh, join my Discord, um, log on to my Twitch, uh, watch some Street Fighter gameplay, and let me know what you guys think. And I will see you all next time.